Monster Mash. <laughs> more monsters. More. 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 More monsters. Let's do some monster time. Let's watch Fur Fur Furankinshutain Tai Baragon. Or Frankenstein versus Baragon, or Frankenstein conquers the world. I'm Phil. And I'm Ollie. And it's, it's Del, Del Toro, Toro time. time. It's Del Toro time. We're back. 1965, a kaiju film directed by Ishiro Honda. Do you remember what Ishiro Honda directed that we watched before? You just told me. Which is? I can't remember. Godzilla. Oh, he right. He directed yeah. the movie Godzilla. Uh, listen, listen, yeah. listen. I have no memories of anything ever. Ishiro Honda has directed, or did direct, he's dead, he's long dead. Ishiro Honda directed so many movies in his wonderful career. Movies like Mothra. I love Mothra. King Kong versus Godzilla. King Kong is a monkey. Godzilla is a giant laser beam shooting. Mothra versus Godzilla. Giant Moth versus... Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster. That's in the new movie. King Kong escapes, destroy all monsters, all monsters attack, terror of Mechagodzilla. He directed a lot of movies. He also worked with Akira Kurosawa as a producer. Fascinating man. But he made a lot of monster movies. In this movie, what do you think is going to happen? How do you think? How would you work Frankenstein? I'm not saying whether it's a scientist or the monster. How would you work Frankenstein into what is essentially the Godzilla universe? I would just make him out of really big dinosaur parts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, instead of being made out of human parts stitched together, he'd be made out of dinosaur parts stitched together. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> that sounds like a great movie. And I would love to see. Unfortunately, that is, I don't think, what we're going to be seeing. We're going to be seeing Frankenstein Conquers the World, in which Frankenstein, I do not believe, actually conquers the world. Uh, but this is an interesting movie because this was a collaboration. This is an American and Japanese film. There is an American actor in this movie. Holy uh, Nick Adams, which is the most American name in the world. Uh, do you want to know what Nick Adams' full name was? Yes. His full name? I don't think you're being picked up by the microphone, by the way. Yes, I would love to know what his full name is, Father. His full name is Nicholas Aloysius. Oh, this guy. <laughs> I've never mentioned this guy. Yeah, you this have. This is a different guy with a ridiculous name. Oh, okay. Nicholas Aloysius Adamshock. <laughs> His last name wasn't Adams. It's Adamshock. Sounds like someone from the Harry Potter universe. Who knows why he changed it? Because that's an awesome last name. Nick Adams made this movie, and then he died when he was 36. From alcohol poisoning? From a prescription drug overdose. Okay. He was really good friends with James Dean. And the car Elvis, guy? And is that Elvis a car guy? Presley. Is James Dean a car guy? Was he killed by his car? <laughs> he was killed in a car. Was it that Was it that stupid car that everyone's like, it's haunted? No. Like, you're the thinking murder of, car? That's Christine. No, no, no. Not Stephen King. But like the murder car. He was killed in a car accident. The uh, murder car. Drag racing. It was the murder car, right? <laughs> I don't know what the murder car is. <laughs> There's an episode of Supernatural about it. Uh, he was in an accident. Was there an episode of Supernatural about it? Sure. Great. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to look this up afterwards. James Dean. In any case. James Dean's car. Nick Adams. Uh, it's a co collaboration between Sto Toho Studios. Stoho Studios. And Henry G. Hank Saperstein. That's a name right there. It is a name right there. Who became partners with Toho. They made 
uh, a few films together after this, um, which I don't know. I don't know if that matters at all. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. What are you shocked at? You're making is shocked. Is that my cases. lamp? That is your lamp. We needed a lamp down here. We're tr- testing lamps. I'm going to be taking that lamp with me when I move out, by the way. We'll, we will have an actual lamp here by now. Okay. We're trying to figure out how, how and where lamps work here. But you can only test it at night when it gets dark. So that's, been, that's what that face was. It was my, what is that? We've been testing lamps. In the living room, which is where we're recording this, about to watch Frankenstein Conquers the World. Or Frankenstein versus that other guy. Baragon. Baragon. Is Baragon. that about a giant bear? No, Baragon is an animal, is a kaiju who has appeared in the past. Just so you know, though, there are like 70 different versions of this movie. Great. There's three. Great. There's three versions of this movie. There's the Japanese theatrical version. There's the American English version. And there's the American International Pictures version. Well, and then there's the international version, which has an alternate octopus ending. Excuse I don't know me? what that means. I don't know what the alternate <laughs> octopus ending means. I also don't know which version we're actually going to see. Well, if there's a giant octopus in the end, I guess we'll know. Because this movie is impossible to find. <laughs> it doesn't stream anywhere. There is no official DVD or Blu-ray release in America. It isn't available at all. I had to find it in a weird place. (laughs) So we're watching a version that I know is the full-length version. I think it's in Japanese. There's also a version dubbed in English. So we're not watching that one. But remember that Nick Adams speaks English. So you're getting something dubbed either way. But we're going to watch Frankenstein Conquers the World. Are you ready? Absolutely not. Let's do it. All right. And roll them. <laughs> what does roll them mean? Roll them. Roll them away. Roll that beautiful bead footage. Roll them. Roll them. I know what that means. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm, I'm just glad it happened finally instead of being just humid out all the I'm time. I seriously doubt that the, anyone in the audience can hear the rain because of the way these microphones are. But trust yeah. me, it's raining up a storm. It is storming. It is storming. And I actually have the window open because it's also been very hot. It's storming just like people on Area 51. <laughs> By the time you this episode comes out, it will be many, many weeks past today. But uh, you will probably remember when we had the huge heat wave that ran across the United States. Uh, where everyone was dying of heat and it was like 115 degrees heat index. That's what it was yesterday here. And then at like 70 degrees when I woke up this morning, it's beautiful. I am covered in mosquito bites <laughs> because I have been outside for the past two days. By the time this episode drops, you'll probably be in college. Shut up. <laughs> you'll probably be in college. Sh- sh- so craziness. You know, you know so we're talking about the rain. We're talking about college. We are not talking about Frankenstein Conquers the World because... it's. Uh, <laughs> what is there to talk about? There's, n- you think it's not a straightforward movie. I think it's a straightforward movie only because it's there. There very little, very few things happen in this movie that are relevant. I had so much trouble staying awake during the last like quarter of this movie that 
It's a little fuzzy. I just wasn't paying attention until Baragon came on the screen. In fact, I was had so I had trouble thinking, staying awake, thinking about this movie. Like I got, I started trying to remember what happened in this movie, and I got tired. This is a weird movie, mostly because I don't understand why everyone is so fond of it. Yeah, I liked Baragon. I liked Frankenstein. I hated Frankenstein. I was. I had no strong feelings about Baragon whatsoever. I liked Baragon because I like giant monsters. You know what I don't like? Giant people. Giant boys. It's an interesting thing, though. We hadn't, we haven't seen like it. You don't usually get like just giant humans fighting kaiju. You want to know why you don't get them? Because they're boring. So this is Frankenstein conquers the world slash Frankenstein versus Baragon slash Frankenstein against the subterranean monster slash Frankenstein and the octopus. Would, well, there is a version of this title that is called Frankenstein versus, like, the Sea Demon or yeah. something, and which confused a lot of people because that name was given out, but then the ending with the octopus that was filmed for this movie was never actually released in America. But it was released accidentally on TV. <laughs> right, which confused even more people, especially the people who thought that maybe the whole octopus ending was a myth mm-hmm. until they saw pictures. It was. It's a weird... I prefer the octopus ending. The octopus ending makes no sense, but that okay. M- but it makes, what part of this movie makes sense? It makes sense. just as much sense as the rest of the movie. <laughs> um, and the octopus has a name, and I can't remember it off the top of my head. But he is also a kaiju. So what really infuriates me about this movie isn't just the fact that it's so pointless. It isn't just <laughs> the fact that it made me fall asleep. It's the fact that it, a it has some interesting ideas and some good performances. Mm-hmm. Like I like some of the I like I like some I like a lot of stuff with the people in it. Mm-hmm. But uh, what really infuriates me about this movie is that it took it was they were they worked harder to get this movie made than like Jodorowsky's Dune. Like it was like there are movies, famous movies that never saw the light of day. Like Guillermo del Toro's At the Mountains of Madness, did they didn't work that hard as hard on that movie as they did just getting Frankenstein versus Baragon made. Because the convoluted path this movie took to to fruition is stupid. It is stupid how much people wanted a giant Frankenstein movie. I don't understand. The miniature work was very good, though. Remember the boar? We'll get to the boar. (laughs) What I want to say, though, is that this movie started as a sequel to King Kong. Okay? Okay. Originally, it was going to be King Kong versus Frankenstein, an American film. Mm -hmm. Like, they they tried selling it to RKO Pictures, the guy who came up with it. And they were like, no. No, that's dumb. That is a dumb idea. So then his idea was stolen by another producer and taken to Toho in Japan, who was like, hey, we got another idea for you. King Kong versus Frankenstein. And they were like, no. But thanks for stealing that idea and giving us some ideas. Okay. So then Toho was like, well, why don't we take the Frankenstein character that you've come up with and we'll replace it with godzilla so eventually that was king kong versus godzilla mm-hmm. now there was also a movie that was being banned bandied about called frankenstein versus the human vapor which, <laughs> which was going to be a sequel it has very different insinuations in modern times to the human vapor which was a movie toho had done about a man who could turn into vapor and in the end of that movie, he sort of dies, but his girlfriend dies. So the sequel is going to Frankenstein's be... Frankenstein's girlfriend or Vapor's girlfriend? Vapor Man's girlfriend. There was no Frankenstein in the original oh, okay. version. The sequel is going to be him using Dr. Frankenstein's technology to revive his girlfriend. And then accidentally creating another Frankenstein monster, which he then had to fight. He's the human Vapor. 
that didn't come see light of day. However, oh, also Frankenstein versus the Human Vapor was supposed to be on the same bill as the Japanese release of My Fair Lady, which is weird. Like you go to see this like two and a half hour long lush Hollywood musical, also a movie about a Frankenstein fighting <laughs> a human vapor. That sounds like what this podcast is. Kind, kind of. <laughs> so then they were going to do Frankenstein versus Godzilla. That was mm-hmm. the next idea. They wrote the screenplay Frankenstein versus Godzilla. And they were like, great. This is great. But then Toho was like, you know, we just killed off Frank- Godzilla again in King Kong versus Godzilla. King Kong. Okay, whatever. So it wouldn't make any sense plot wise for him to come back in the way you've written it for Frankenstein versus Godzilla. Haven't we established that there's multiple Godzillas at this point? Plus, we've got this Mothra movie, and we kind of want to set Mothra up with Godzilla. Yeah. So rewrite it, replace Godzilla with a random monster you make up for this movie. Baragon. Which is why this movie is so unbalanced, because you spend all this time establishing who Frankenstein is and getting Mm -hmm. to know Frankenstein, getting the people. When Baragon shows up, just randomly and people are like oh no another monster if that had been godzilla you already would have known godzilla you mm-hmm. would have been like oh it's godzilla like wow this is cool like here comes godzilla like you know godzilla's personality you know what he can do he's an established presence baragon is nothing i love him and he is valid it's just a guy walking around on his hands and knees in this dog costume i love him and he is valid which but i want to say there's no emotional heft to Baragon showing up. Uh, I love him and he is valid. You don't know who Baragon is. You never get to know him. He digs tunnels and likes playing in the dirt. And he that's enough for me. He does tunnels in the dirt. I would go so far as to say that Giant Boar, who, by the way, is an official kaiju, according to Toho. And Amazing. has had his own character made, his own figurine. Giant Boar is a more engaging character. Wait, wait, wait. That boar was supposed to be giant? I thought it was just a normal size boar. He's now known as Giant Boar, <laughs> and he is a kaiju. <laughs> so it, there's there's four kaiju in this movie. Immortalized then. as recently as 2018 in an official kaiju figurine. If I can say anything about this movie, it is that the boar made the movie. The boar made the movie. There's a moment where Frankenstein, and he's not called Frankenstein's monster. He's just called Frankenstein. Where Frankenstein is trying to kill a giant boar. Mm-hmm. And the boar is played by... Figurine. A figurine of a boar with no articulation mm-hmm. that is just kind of waggled around. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. <laughs> it's literally just a toy boar. It's, wha- like, it's, stick, it's like stuck in some fake grass mm-hmm. and someone kind of wiggles it with a stick. And then they like teeter-totter it away when it, it runs. It does teeter-totter away. Its legs don't bend. It just kind of like, yeah, like if you had like a toy boar and you mm-hmm. were playing with it with friends and you're like, nar, 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 across the ground. It is the worst special effect, which makes it the best special I effect. I think all of the miniature work in this movie is amazing. There is some great miniature work in this movie, as we've come to expect from Toho. There is some bad miniature work in this but movie. But it's still amazing. So the basic plot is that... During World War II, the Nazis got their hands on the heart of Frankenstein's monster, which can apparently never die. It's mm-hmm. immortal. And they give it to the Japanese to experiment on to help maybe create a race of super soldiers, basically. And then Hiroshima drops. The, the atomic bomb drops right. on Hiroshima. They take the heart to Hiroshima uh, to do the experiments. About 
two minutes later. <laughs> it gets bombed. And then years later, there is a feral boy living on the streets of Hiroshima. Mm-hmm. And there's also a American in this movie mm-hmm. because this was an American, um, a, a Japanese American collaboration. Yeah. Uh, played by Nick Adams. We talked about at the, in the intro, Nick Adams, Dr. James Bowen, uh, who is working with uh, a group of scientists on radiation, basically trying to find um, a treatment. Uh, Cause this movie, n- not just about monsters and battles and stuff. It's also about the effects of the atomic bomb. Right. They kind of just shoved that in there. Yeah, I mean, it's a, you know, it's a kaiju movie, so, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know. I just feel like it was very, like, shoved in last minute. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that's how it works. They sort of build the themes around... uh, But what what does Baragon have to do with the atomic bomb? Nothing, because he was originally Godzilla, who has everything to do with the atomic bomb. But Baragon can also breathe radiation fire. Because he used to be Godzilla. I love him, and you're... Your disregard for this character is making me upset. So they find this boy living on the streets of Hiroshima who is growing at a rapid rate because he keeps eating dogs okay, and cats. I hate Frankenstein in this movie. Like, I just don't, I don't just dislike him. I hate him. Okay. I don't know. Just something about him just upsets me. <laughs> okay. Well, he's a feral boy. He's a little boy who's feral. Yeah, and has, little. And has Frankenstein features. Like, he has a square head and a low brow, which doesn't make any sense because you find out that he grew from the heart. Like, Mm -hmm. the heart was irradiated by atomic energy, and he grew around the heart. He would not look like a person put together from other people. Nope. He's supposed to look Caucasian. They gave him blue contact lenses. This is a black and white movie. To make him look Caucasian. I repeat, they gave him blue contact lenses. In a black and white movie to make him look Caucasian. He does not look Caucasian. No. Dr. Nick Adams does. Mm -hmm. He's the blondest man. Mm -hmm. Was this a black and white movie? Yes. For some reason, I remember it being full color, but I guess you're right. (laughs) So he's eating dogs. He's eating rabbits. He's not eating them. He's just tearing them apart and placing them in elementary schools. (laughs) Okay. See, this is my problem. (laughs) I just. In case we haven't established in our past Frankenstein explorations. I feel no sympathy whatever towards the monster. But this is a different monster. This is a little boy who's, I don't been, know. who's been living on his own in Hiroshima, the, yes. in the slums. And that's very sad. Yes. And also, I can I can safely say I dislike him for leaving a disarticulated... He just doesn't know any better. I don't care. He's a feral boy. In any case, they cage him up <laughs> because he goes nuts. He gets overwhelmed by crowds. Mm-hmm. Which I understand. <laughs> he goes. I don't nuts. attack people. So they do what's best to do when you find a feral child who has no like social skills. They put him in a sm- very small cage and chain him up. I'm just like I know that there's better things that they could have done, but at the same time, like what else were they supposed to do with him? I don't know. Not chain him up. In any case, they didn't have to chain him up. He continues like, yeah. growing at an exponential rate. Exactly. Where the hell else were they going to put him? To the degree that his the, the the cuffs on his arms are cutting into his flesh, but mm-hmm. he can't feel pain. Uh, which doesn't seem like a good thing. They get the idea in their head from one of the doctors, one of the scientists who's like, if you cut off his arm, it'll probably grow back, and that'll prove that he's Frankenstein. And both of us are just like, cut off his finger. Yeah. Or just like a small patch of skin. Yeah, do a little skin graft. Maybe. Don't cut off his arm. And leg. Don't forget. 
So that scientist breaks into Frankenstein's cage to get to cut off his limb. It's uh, I guess uh, to do it himself. And he's followed by the press who take a bunch of pictures. Frankenstein freaks out and escapes. By this point, he's like how tall? Like 20 feet tall, mm-hmm. 30 feet tall. Yep. He keeps it growing. This would have made more sense if it was King Kong. But he okay. no longer looks like a little boy. No. Um, now he's just Frankenstein. Uh, he's uh, there's this woman named uh, Sueco. Mm-hmm. She's also a doctor. Who's a doctor? Uh, who's in a relationship with Nick Adams? That's never made very clear. I think they're in a relationship. They live together. Yeah, and he walks around in a kimono. Yep. yep. With her. Okay. <laughs> but like they seem like a domestic couple. Yeah. Um, like they seem very familiar with one another. Mm-hmm. In any case, uh, Frankenstein is kind of in love with her. Not like in a King Kong way, like as a mother figure. Is he? She's the only one who was ever kind to him. He visits her at her house. He shows up outside her house. Yeah. I mean, that's it. I, there's just, I guess, I guess mostly, I guess mostly I have a problem with the movie as opposed to the character. Okay. (laughs) Because I understand what he's supposed to be like trying to do, but just... It's just not executed well. No, the movie's not executed well at all. Yeah, no, it's... I just feel no sympathy towards this kid. I feel sympathy towards the kid. I just don't care, ultimately. He runs off. He starts wrecking havoc on the countryside, mostly just because he keeps eating animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where he fights fights the boar. See, they did a weird thing where they turned him into a caveman. Yeah. He's not a monster so much as just like a caveman i guess you're yeah, yeah. Like he's just like a giant and caveman. also he has no like sure he can't die supposedly he has no like powers he's not like he's very strong because he's big <laughs> not for any other reason he has no weaknesses is another thing like i guess godzilla doesn't either like you can freeze godzilla that's pretty much it but uh neither does baragon <laughs> this movie has the same issue as uh jason goes to hell the final friday uh, which is a movie in which which begins with Jason Voorhees getting blown up by the FBI, like a, by, by a SWAT team, and the only thing that survives is his heart. Wait. <laughs> and the heart ends up, you discover the heart has a parasite in it that is what has been animating Jason Voorhees' corpse through nine films, eight films. Twelve films. The movie is mostly other people being Jason Voorhees. Like, it's not actually Jason. It's just the heart that's animated other people. And they're going on a killing spree. It's a bad movie. <laughs> but that's the problem with this movie. Is This isn't really Frankenstein or even Frankenstein's monster. It's just some guy with this heart. Like Where did his brain come from? He just grew around it. Because that's how radiation brain. works. <laughs> Meanwhile, Baragon. Is the best. Uh, and I love him so much. Meanwhile, Baragon has come up out of the sea and is starting to attack, like, oil derricks, oil rigs. No, he's just digging, because that's what he does. (laughs) I mean, he eats people. Well, yeah, but, like, so do bears. He's just doing the kaiju thing. He's just walking. He's just living. He's just being a giant animal. He... But it, like you said, Baragon's power is that he can quickly barrow under the earth and get And also shoot radiation from his mouth. Right. Uh, Or his horn? Something glows. Well, he's creating havoc. People think it's Frankenstein who's doing it mm-hmm. because they have no eyes and they cannot see. <laughs> well, no, they're all dead. But people have witnessed it and survived. That's and they're like, true. They're like, it was a monster. And people are like, must be that Frankenstein. And they're like, mm, it's a completely different animal. 
Um, but beyond the fact that this is a countryside that is now used to being attacked by random giant monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the most the strangest and most harrowing part of this movie was when those kids come back to find their parents. <laughs> what kids? Um, right after Baragon destroys the like countryside, three two kids come back looking for their parents, and then yeah. they go into the mines and find Frankenstein. Oh yeah. I so there's so much of this movie that happened and I was like I'm not following this at all. Yes, uh, they keep throwing in more incident. There's a lot of incident in this movie. Seven hours of this movie is devoted to them just trying to find Frankenstein God. in the hills. Like the main characters, three main characters: uh, Nick Adams, his other girlfriend, wife, whoever she is, and this other guy are searching for Frankenstein in the hills. And that's it. Like, there's a lot of wandering around. They they decide they're going to, what, like, try to, like, kill him with grenades? There's grenades? Okay, and then there's another thing that just, I don't know how they could overlook this. There's a part where they're like, it can't be Frankenstein. He doesn't travel by water. <laughs> right. But, like, three minutes before that, there's this scene, Frankenstein in the water, coming out of it, being like, hey, to these people on a boat. Just in the middle of the ocean. Right. It's not even like accidentally, like, I'm in, and he's like literally hiding under the water. Yeah. Uh, stalking a boat. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. That's some good miniature work there, too. I yeah. like the boat. Uh, but also makes no sense later on. <laughs> right. Uh, so they go into this forest where Frankenstein is hiding. Uh, Kawaji, who is the third scientist there, the third wheel. Yep. Uh, is, is they don't know this, but he's trying to kill Frankenstein. No, I'm pretty sure they know this because he's um, been pretty clear about it. Well, I mean, but they were just like, we're just looking for him. We're just looking for and him. And he's like, no, I'm going to kill him. Yeah, he's going to blind him with grenades, Flare, kill him, yep. and then get his heart and his brain. Why does he need his brain? His brain isn't special. Who knows? So they find Baragon. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Blah, 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 blah. No one cares. There's a f- We finally get to the fight. We f- I love Baragon. Okay. I'm just going to keep saying that because it's true. Here's the deal. Frankenstein is just a guy. Thank He's you. He's literally just a man. A tall man. Just like King Kong is literally just a monkey. Just a tall ape. But he's fast and he's nimble. Mm-hmm. Baragon is just a dog. No, he's not. <laughs> okay, Baragon is a man dressed as a dog. He's not dressed as a dog because dogs don't have horns. The problem with Baragon, <laughs> as I see it, is that anytime you see him from the waist down... You just see a man on his knees. <laughs> his hind legs are proportionately the length of a human's legs. So the person has to tuck their legs up under them and walk on their knees. But then their feet are just kind of hanging out back there. It doesn't, it's not convincing. You're just looking at a person crawling around on the ground. It doesn't look like an actual animal. It looks like a person in a costume that should have stood up. I still love him. I don't care costume work aside it was not good costume work i can admit that that doesn't mean he's any less imposing as a monster baragon by the way ends up becoming his own thing he's in quite a few movies i'll give i'll give baragon credit for that there is a giant fight that goes on for way too long uh but it's what we came here for we came here for got frankenstein versus baragon we get to see frankenstein versus baragon uh they fight they get sucked into the earth because we don't know why. Uh, it's like, oh no, 
sinkhole sinkhole and uh they sink down and that's that's it except it's not well one of them says i guess frankenstein's dead and then someone else says he can't die he's got that heart and then it's over no 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 it's not you want to know why it's not over guess what why it's not over why because there's a whole nother ending Oh, what happens in the whole other ending? So Frankenstein defeats Baragon somehow, even though he's just literally a man. Um, and then out of nowhere, the ocean appears mm-hmm. because they're in this m- the middle of this island. Yes. And this octopus octopus just drags Frankenstein into the ocean. And that's the end. That's it. Uh, we've never seen this octopus before. We have no context for this octopus. It it's, just shows up. We don't have. We don't even have context for the ocean because it wasn't there two minutes ago. Right. So what happened was the American distributor said, "We love, loved, love the fact that there was a giant octopus in King Kong versus Godzilla. You've got to put an, a giant octopus in this movie." And so they said, "Fine." <laughs> they actually had to reassemble the, the cast and the crew and everything, and go back. And re and film this new scene with a new puppet, a new kaiju, which is a giant octopus, who appears later as well. They film it, they shoot it, they put it in the movie, and then the American distributors are like, mm, "That's kind of dumb," and they cut it. Unfortunately, the movie had already been promoted in America as uh, Frankenstein versus the Devilfish. That's what it was called. Because they were really hoping that this giant octopus would be the draw. Not Frankenstein, not Baragon, not Nick Adams, but this giant octopus. People heard about it. They went to go see the movie. They were very confused when the devilfish never showed up. <laughs> Even though it was released as Frankenstein Conquers the World by that point. Um, um, but you know where it was released with the octopus ending? How was this released? On accident. How, what do you mean? It just They accidentally aired it on TV in Japan, I think. There's also the American versions a little bit longer because it has a bit more, which I believe was part of what we saw, the sort of cobbled together version uh, of Frankenstein being a jerk. They made Frankenstein more of a jerk in America. They wanted him to be more evil. Um, so they added a few things where he's like, I think, I think the stuff with him like eating dogs and stuff was like added. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not going to sit through three versions of this movie to see what all the different We can't even like. find three versions of this They're movie. They're out there. I've, I've since discovered all the versions. So, yeah, this movie is a mess. Yes. What are they like? Seven different endings were created for this movie? Yes, but only three, two of them have ever been discovered. Yeah. Like, they, kept, they didn't know how to end this movie, which is strange considering the movie is just the monsters fight and then it's over, which is how every single one of these movies ends. Like... The monsters fight. What they did that they shouldn't have done was made Frankenstein impossible to kill. <laughs> that was a mistake. That was the mistake. Like, yeah. make him super strong. Do all of that. But when you make something invincible and immortal, you don't know how to end a movie because you can't kill him. Now, what's wonderful is that the giant octopus will come back mm-hmm. in War of the Gargantuas, mm-hmm. which is the sequel to this movie, sort of, which we will be watching. Mm-hmm. This movie, Frankenstein versus Baragon, Frankenstein Conquers the World, Frankenstein versus Subterraneous Monster, Frankenstein versus Devilfish. Blah, 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 blah. Frankenstein versus Subterranean Monster, Baragon is another title. By the way, I've discovered that Baragon is not necessarily the same kaiju as Barugon, which is the Baragon that Gamera fights, but that does not have giant ears. Uh, even though it looks almost completely the same, except for the giant ears. I thought Frankenstein was going to rip his ears off, and that would explain it. Just like 
Homie yeah. Chibi earless. <laughs> yeah. Because he grabs onto his ears at one point and starts pulling. Why wouldn't he? He has giant ears. Big floppy ears. That just seems evolutionary. Like, evolution-wise, that just seems like a mistake. In the poster for Frankenstein Conquers the World, Baragon does not have giant floppy ears and is also on his hind legs. And also, Nick Adams has a machine gun and is shooting at Frankenstein with it. Also, Frankenstein is carrying a boat and punching a jet fighter out of the sky. <laughs> That's amazing. And the tagline is, he rolled the seven wonders of the world into one. I don't understand what that means. <laughs> he rolled them into one. One what? I don't know. <laughs> One uh, wonder. So. Why were there any machine guns in this movie? People love this movie. I hate this movie. I do not understand why people love this movie, but I have an idea. A, they watched it on TV a lot when they were a kid and were like, I think this is a good movie. B, they're confusing it with the sequel, War of the Gargantuas, which has actually been cited as a favorite movie among many people and an inspiration to get into film by many people including brad pitt oh that you're gonna say brad pitt is on record as saying the movie war of the gargantuas is the reason he got into acting in the first place i don't know how true that is but i think what's happening is people are rolling them together because if you do a search for Frankenstein Conquers the World, Guillermo del Toro, War of the Gargantuas comes up. <laughs> All I can find as far as Guillermo del Toro goes with Frankenstein Conquers the World, not War of the Gargantuas, is him saying Frankenstein Conquers the World by Ishiro Honda. One of my favorite oddities, truly bizarre cinema with moments of deranged brilliance. And I'm like, it's not deranged. Like, it's just kind of dull. There's a boar. I like the boar. And that's it. Like, War of the Gargantuas looks bizonkers. War of the Gargantuas, which we will t- get to eventually, is so famous that there's a whole episode of What's New Scooby-Doo based on it. <laughs> War of the Gargantuas has a green monster and a red monster fighting each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a video game. Frankenstein Conquers the World has none of that. It's just a boy. It's just a boy. This is my problem. Like, I get it. Frankenstein's immortal. We're going to move past Frankenstein. This is my problem when they put giant lizard dinosaur amazing monsters against things like a boy mm-hmm. and a monkey. Yes. And then the boy and the monkey. That doesn't make any logical sense. I guess none of these movies make any logical sense, but it bothers me. <laughs> So if you want to see Frankenstein, first of all, so I wouldn't say go out and watch Frankenstein Conquers the World. No. Don't, I don't, if you can't find it, and it's actually very easy to find, if you just do a Google search, you can probably watch it for free. Uh, if you can't find it, don't try n- looking for knock it. yourself out. I don't think it's that great of a movie. It's not, I've seen so many kaiju film and this one just didn't, maybe I'm wrong. It does, okay. I like the performances. Mm-hmm. I like the people a lot. Uh, you can watch two different dubs, the English dub or the Japanese dub. Uh, if you watch the English dub, you're hearing Nick Adams' real voice because he was speaking English during this. Um, he does a great job. He's a likable guy, mm-hmm. a very likable character, uh, actor. Uh, the, the, the supporting players are all very good. It's not their fault. But when you're watching a kaiju movie, you should not get bored whenever the kaiju are around. 
see, I got bored because the kaiju wasn't around, and the only part that I enjoyed was the kaiju because I liked him. Well, let's agree to disagree. <laughs> There's just something about subterranean monsters I really like. Subterranean homesick monsters. So there you have it. Uh, I did not care for this movie. It's your favorite movie. Nope. <laughs> it's your favorite movie. I, I don't like this movie, actually. Uh, I like Baragon, but however, that's about it. <laughs> if you're interested in seeing this movie and you want to own a copy of it, you can't. There are two versions you can find. I did not own either of them, and I, they did not have them in my local libraries. I had to like find this movie. There's one, a DVD from 2007 by Tokyo Shock, which you can still buy. It's two discs. It's got the Japanese version, the English version, and I believe the international version. Uh, it has the octopus ending, and uh, it has audio commentary. And five minutes of deleted scenes. I don't know why you'd want more deleted scenes. I don't know why you'd want... Why didn't they just delete this movie? Toho has released an official Blu-ray of it, uh, which has been remastered and has the theatrical and alternate endings. Uh, has this, You can just listen to the score if you want to, which that might be cool. It's audio commentary, the trailer, uh, deleted scenes, and uh, you can read the shooting script, which I guess if you want to like put on your own play, uh, Frankenstein Conquers the World, go for it. There's the script. Just buy the Blu-ray. Otherwise, I would say you may want to give it a you may want to give it a pass, unless mm-hmm. you're doing maybe a podcast about this or something. Uh, I do have a couple more or one more thing I want to say. What you remember all those months ago when we watched the creature from another world? Okay. The thing from another world. What was it? <laughs> and how that was like the first movie I've ever seen where I'm like, I agree, I like kill this creature. Science doesn't matter. Yeah. That's how I felt during this movie. <laughs> I was like, no, just get rid of him. <laughs> it's unimportant right now. He's just causing mass hysteria and destruction. Yeah. Goodbye. Well, unfortunately, you cannot kill Frankenstein. You can only... You can remove his heart and then he'll die. The body will die, but the heart will go on. Yeah, but then just put the heart in like a, like a box. You might... It will die. Okay. It will die because... It, it it has to get that protein, remember? But it's just it goes into like stasis. No, the hand dies. Right, but the heart doesn't die. Then just don't feed the heart, and then it'll be in stasis. I think the point of this movie is that our bodies are but meat for our hearts. The heart is dumb. Just cut it into a billion pieces, then there'll be a billion of them, and then give people heart transplants, and then everyone will live forever. Well, all I can say is that near, far, wherever you are, I believe that the heart will go on. Okay. <laughs> I've been waiting to say that all episode. It's the shine is silver, silver lining to doing this episode. Every night. No, in we're my not. Dream, si- we're not allowed to sing on this I podcast. We're not allowed to sing. We're not allowed to sing on this podcast. We're not allowed to sing. We're not allowed to sing on this podcast. We're not allowed to sing on this podcast. Heart will go on. In any case, uh, that is it. That is uh, uh, Frankenstein Conquers the World, Frankenstein versus Baragon, Frankenstein versus Subterranean Monster, Frankenstein versus Subterranean Monster, Garagon. Garagon. Frankenstein versus Devilfish. Garagon, my favorite character. Good old Gary Gon. <laughs> uh, Baragon, not to be confused with Baragon, <laughs> who goes on to become a favorite. What is our next major motion picture? I have no idea. Our next major motion picture is a return the movie stylings of Mario Bava, who brought us. I don't remember. Mask of the Devil. Mask of the Devil. Mask of Satan. Satan's Mask. You the mean Witch Black Mask. Sunday? Black Sunday. 
Uh, we're returning to Mario Bava. Uh, we're returning to the 18th century. We're returning to Ghosts. And we're returning to murder with 1966's Kill Baby. Kill. Kill. Oh, yeah. This is the one about the baby that murders people. Or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, a ghost, a revenge ghost, murderous little girl. That's all I know. That might even be a spoiler alert. I don't know. Uh, it's if you a, haven't seen this movie, it came out in the 60s. You're, you, you can't yell at us for spoiling it. It's a 53-year-old film. Also, this is a podcast where we spoil movies. movies. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Kill Baby Kill. Mario Bava, that is our next major motion picture. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to us talk about this movie we had trouble. I think this is the first movie we haven't recommended. Uh, uh, you're, you're forgetting uh, Fantasia. We're not talking about that movie. I didn't recommend Fantasia. We did. Did we? We said if you're, if you, as long as you're not sitting down in front of it and you're just doing things around the house, it's fun to listen to. Yeah, this movie's not even fun to listen to. No. Good score, though, but they all have good scores. All right. Uh, this movie we don't recommend. Very good. Frankenstein conquers the world. Uh, next, 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 next time, Kill Baby Kill. Uh, until then, until Kill Baby Kill, until Baba. I'm Phil. And I'm Ollie. And we'll see you when I'm it's in college. <laughs> it's Del. <laughs> it's Del Toro time. time.